I'm James Sykes, CEO of Metal Energy, and I'd like to introduce to you what we think is one of the most exciting lithium brine stories on the market today. We call it Source Rock. It's in north northwestern Ontario. It's never been drilled, and it is just such an exciting story that I'd like to share with the world. Okay, James, we caught up, uh, when was it? Crikey, three weeks ago in, in Quebec City. Um, had a good chat then, um, thought worth talking about this um, project. Right, lithium is the big metal of the moment in Canada. We've seen some um, some huge valuations created, people are, you know, chasing lithium. So um, talk us through, if you don't mind, first of all, why this change? We were we were talking about nickel before. You seem to be hitting on on, on good grades, but you got to change things up. What, what's going? What's happened? Nickel, nickel market's kind of in the doldrums right now. China's very slow at the moment, so the the nickel demand seems to be low. And then you've got the you've got Southeast Asia that's really pumping out a, a lot of nickel laterites. So there's a kind of you know the, the market seems to be pretty tame right now in the nickel space. And with the Manabridge project that we drilled last year, we had great results, fantastic results. Just we didn't seem to get any love in the marketplace. So it's it's quite unfortunate. We love Manabridge. We think it's great, but we knew that we couldn't we really couldn't move forward with just Manabridge alone. So we were looking for a new project. We know lithium's hot. Uh lithium li, you know, lithium has a long future ahead of it. With EVs, I don't I don't see lithium going anywhere anytime soon except for up. So we were looking for the right lithium project. And this project fell into our lap, so we fell in love with it right away. Okay, so you, you, I guess parking nickel up until the nickel market comes back. So you haven't like the money spent. I should say the results were good. That, that was the actually interesting thing. But like, if the market's not there, the market's not there. So, and I, I don't mind these kind of changes and reactions to the market if it's if it's for good reasons. Like, okay, you picked up the source rock project. Um, how'd you pick it up? How much did it cost? Where did it come from? A prospector out in northwestern Ontario. He was looking into the idea just based on old drill results in the area where they had recorded salt and silvite in in the basement rock or in the in the sedimentary rocks and so the idea that the brine exists i get sorry let me back that up a bit so even even during the the historic drilling there there were people reporting salty waters with so the drill rods would come out the drill core would come out and almost in, instantaneously they would be encrusted with salt which indicates supersaturated solution. How do you find lithium brines? Well, you look for the salty. You look for salty water. So it made sense. Uh, the prospector has staked a, a decent-sized project within what he felt was the deepest part of the Sibley Basin, which is a sedimentary basin over a billion years old, and it does have a lot of halite beds and, and sylvite beds within it. So the the right the right geology is there. Okay. We he brought it to our attention. We loved it. We staked, we staked a much larger portion, uh, 95 kilometers long, about 10 to 10 to 20 kilometers wide. So it's a huge area. We wanted to basically encapsulate the the best parts of the Sibley Basin that we think are perspective for lithium brine. Okay, so brines uh, usually associated with South America, you know, um, Chile, Argentina, etc. Um, in fact, most of the lithium has been, you know, um, hitting the headlines recently, being sort of, you know, pegmatite type. Uh, lithium pegmatites, um, some mineralize, some not. Um, it, so people are kind of used to that. How do you manage something like a lithium brine in Canada and in, in your province? What what are you going to have to do in terms of whether it be First Nations, whether it be permitting, with licensing, etc.? How, how do you envisage that? We've already got permits for the project. Again, that came from the prospector, which is 
absolutely phenomenal. So we're drill ready. We can we can get out there and put a drill. There are some caveats to it, but uh, such is life. Uh, as soon as we staked the project, we had sent out introduction letters to to the indigenous groups within the area that were identified by the by the prospector and by the, the government. Uh, we've also followed up, just showing them where our project's located and all the tenements that are involved, and they've all replied back. So they're looking at doing a hopefully a group consultation that we can we can achieve, you know, one stop shopping and just meet with all the groups at the same time and just kind of kind of piece things piece things out from there uh, see what what works and what doesn't and hopefully that's hopefully everything's good that we can we can get on our way and and put our proof of concept drill hole into the ground what else is required well it's northwestern ontario so it's you know, infrastructure's there great great area everything that we need Permitting's pretty straightforward. You know, Ontario is very mining friendly, so we know we've got a lot of a lot of backing that way. Uh, it, it just seems to be pretty straightforward as far as far as brines go. Uh, that's you know it works down in South America, where they do evaporation, and rightfully so. We think that we could probably mimic the the conditions in South America here in North America with, with the greenhouse technology, but also you've got DLE that's being investigated by a number of companies across the globe. It's not, it's not commercially proven yet, but you know, given, given human success rate for solving, um, in, or proving to be innovative in solving complex issues, I don't see why DLE will not work in the future. And it's just, it's just a matter of being able to apply it to, to the project that we're on. So that is that is a potential idea for down the road. The first thing we have to do though is obviously drill. We we've got drill ready targets. We know where we want to put the drill hole, and it's just we just need a proof concept drill hole to show that we've got lithium in the brides. Right. Okay. So um, when we spoke last in January, um, we spoke with Marlon. Um, we had a couple million bucks left. You haven't really been up to much since since then. It, it feels like um, how much of that money is left and. Again, how are you allocating that to this proof of concept? We haven't spent anything since January. The rest of our, last of our budget was from drilling last year. We had over two million dollars left in the bank by the beginning of this year. None of that was flow through, so we don't have any. We don't have any commitments to to really drill. So it, that allowed us to to really look for this next project, like look for, look for the right project. So we've been kind of been kind of slow, but. Uh, in the forefront, we've been slow, but in the back end, we've been busy looking at a lot of different projects. Now, we were considering looking at the whole lithium play up in uh, the James Bay region of Quebec. We figured, that, you know, why be everyone else? We're, we're a competent group. We like to be innovative. We like to think outside the box. And so it just, we just took our time and looked for the right project. And like I said, Source Rock met all of that criteria and it just really, really hit. So we've got, Proof of concept drill hole. Uh, we this is it's it's an interesting thing because we've never we've never done this type of, of drilling before. We've never done water testing, so it's a little bit of change in there. A little bit of parameters that we're not we're not sure how they fit into the full cost of things. But as far as budgeting goes, for a proof of concept drill hole going down a thousand meters, I think that's you know, too deep. I don't think we have to drill that far. But we're budgeting about half a million dollars. At most, which I don't, I don't think it'll be that much. 
Right. Okay. So half a million dollars. That, that's for the, the proof of concept whole. In yes. terms of this targeting, you know, given you've not really gone chasing after these sorts of things before, wh where's the advice coming from, or where's the consultancy coming from in terms of you know how you go about identifying and more importantly prioritizing these sort of targets? It's it's all in house. It's it's geology. Uh, fortunately enough, you know, I'm a I'm a basin geologist. I, I've been studying fluids and, and basin. A basin geometry and basin geology for the last 17 years. So I, I feel very confident that that our group can really pull this together. Uh, one of our directors, Charles Baudry, has been very heavily involved. Our chairman, Stephen Stewart, he's been very heavily involved. So as a, as a group, we've been really putting this together and, and bouncing ideas back and forth off each other. Uh, we, we see what's being done in other parts of the world as far as lithium brine exploration. So it's not too difficult to to mimic what's going on there as far as testing goes. So we, we've got everything. We're pretty confident that we've got everything right and ready to go. So it's just a matter of being able to get out there. Right. And then, okay, I, I guess there's lots of data points around the world that you can, you can refer to for sure. What do you think you need to find? Because, you know, when, when, you're, when you're drilling conventionally, you're looking for uh, mineralization and you're looking for grades, you're looking for intervals, you're, you're, you're looking for lots of variables which will kind of give you a sense of the economics. But something like this, where it's brines, we, 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 you know, we're talking about water, water tables um, and, and the like, you're going to have to, I guess, announce the market after this uh, proof of concept hole, something around um, the, 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 the grades. You're going to have to perhaps, you know, it'll take a little bit longer, but, you know, talk, talk about any kind of deleterious um, elements that may, may or may not be in there and get a sense of like, relatively quickly. I think someone used to send it a question and I've used the phrase I haven't used since banking days was, you know, you, you drill it to kill it um, uh, or or you make something of it. So what 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 are you looking for? What do you think you're going to be able to announce to what are you going to have to announce to market to get people excited about this thing? We're going to have to announce that we've got lithium in the brines and hopefully they're going to be high concentration. The amount of salt and just the amount of sodium, potassium, magnesium, and even lithium in the rocks that we're seeing are above normal. Again, mentioning all of the, the salt encrustations on, on the drill core coming from the fluids, that means you've definitely got a brine. And knowing this area, this brine is probably saltier than the oceans. So there, there's a lot of, like all the pathfinders are there. You know, some of the some of the rocks down there that historic drilling have assayed for, they're coming back 200 ppm of lithium. Now, I know that's not your typical pegmatite, and because I'm not talking pegmatites here, these are sedimentary rocks. So these are, are either detrital clasts or they're reformed clays within, within the sedimentary package. We're still seeing upwards of 200 ppm lithium and over, over broad widths. This is not just a little sample, these are continuous samples. So we know that the, the sedimentary rocks carried lithium as well. And if all of these rocks have been there for billions of years, and you've had a lot of time for fluid rock interaction, lithium likes to be in a fluid state rather than a mineral state. It's just the valence, the valence state, the, the whole the whole chemistry of lithium. So it's, it, it represents a very good scenario. How are we going to test for it? Well, yeah, we're going to drill. We're going to drill. We're going to sample the water table as we go down. So each different lithology that we're into and even multiple multiple water samples from those different lithologies. We're going to build a nice big repertoire database from this proof of concept drillable and see which, see which, I guess, uh, reservoir 
has the most lithium brine to it. And we, we do believe, so I, again, uh, just looking at, looking at brines and one conceptual idea is that sodium is heavy, potassium's heavy, lithium's light. So you can, it's possible to have these stratified brine intervals. And we're hoping that we do have a nice concentrated lithium brine interval. Right, because you, you talk about being an expert in, in, in basins, obviously with um, with base load, you, you, you know, that's a big part of what your um, philosophy is and theory is. Here, when you're sort of chasing that lithium and, and understanding you know, sodium's heavier than lithium, how do you how do you go about identifying these basins? And do you kind of like step down, the, you know, or, or is it a case of let, let's just find how many basins there are and we'll kind of we'll, we'll we'll kind of work out how we come at each one eventually? Or is there imperative now, given size of the company, cash available, to actually sort of knock it out of the park with the with the kind of um, the proof of concept component and then come back to once you've raised money presumably later later this year you come back to you know going about it in a more systematic way i mean what are your thoughts on that that's the exploration model you know that's junior exploration you always want to knock it out of the park you pick your best targets first you pick your projects that you think are going to deliver the best returns to to the market uh, to the investors so that's what we think we've got here with this project our targets look great they they look like they would be hitting the thickest, uh, th thickest sedimentary sequence. Man, it's a tongue twister on that one. <laughs> Seashells, I can't even do that one. But yeah, we, the thickest part of the sedimentary sequence uh, we've got in our project, right by, or we're proximal, or we actually have the uh, controlling fault on, on the project as well, which we think will also help drive the whole, the whole process, the whole from information process. Which, yeah, proof of concept drill hole we're hoping is a, is a big knockout of the park. And if it if it does prove to be successful, we're what we're like a five million market cap company right now. You have a lot of lithium explorers globally, especially companies that just came into James Bay region who had very similar market caps. They say they've staked in James Bay. Next thing you know, they're up to fifty million, hundred million market cap companies without doing any work. If we're successful on this on our proof of concept. I can envision the same thing. That's a 20x return from where we are now. We can hit 100 million mark cap. So if this proof of concept drill works, this can be a huge investment opportunity for you know a great, huge success for investors, huge success for the company, and we think that we would have a lot of a lot of bigger companies looking in on us. Okay, lots so of potential. Okay. Lots of potential. Everyone's got potential until they've delivered, right? So um, I guess the only question left is timing on all this when's this hole going in and when do you actually get back with results yeah it's actually two questions but just to be uh just to be a smart aleck on the day so i guess we, because we are permitted we are looking to be drilling by the end of december at the very latest we're hoping that we can be drilling much sooner than that now we do have a four-week notice that we have to provide to the government and to the indigenous communities prior to any mobilization so after consultation is is done and you know, hopefully everything goes well with consultation, then we can give four weeks notice. However, we do also have uh, another another stipulation within our permit is that there's an exclusion period within the area for, for diamond drilling and exploration from September 1st to November 30th. That's three months and that's due to moose hunting season. No, that's fine. But we'll talk with the indigenous groups and see if we can get a drill in there too. It's really up to them. 
And if they approve it, then we can we can be drilling anywhere from September to November. If not, then yeah, we've got December and still by the end of this year, we should be good. A turnaround time to results, I've seen anywhere from two weeks to four weeks as being good estimates for, for water samples being returned for total uh, total dissolved solid results. So I think that's, you know, even if we're hitting in, if we're drilling in December, we could be having results just as early as January, 2024. If not sooner, if we can get things expedited right before Christmas, it'd be a very Christmas gift for everybody. But the last big question that does need to be answered and the very simple one, is there lithium in the brides? That's it. That's all we need to know. Everything else is there. Every single attribute that we are looking for that any other company would be looking for from a lithium brine perspective are all answered except for is there lithium in the brine because nobody's ever sat. Well, you go. There's all the questions. You're asking them. I'm asking them. And that's the only one I think people will care about. Look, um, James, we will. Thanks for coming on and telling us a little bit about the plan. And um, <clears throat> we'll just sit back and wait to see what happens with that proof of concept hole. Um, and then uh, pick up the phone when you when, when you know. Thank you. Absolutely.